didn't. That was cute. <laughs> Welcome to 175 of Brain Candy Podcast. It's a special episode. It is. It's like when they used to do that on sitcoms, like a very special episode of Brain Candy Podcast. Well, you got spooky. Sa- yeah, because they do. They're like, Sarah finds out if oh, she yes. has PTSD from the challenge. <laughs> yes. So... Uh, oh, okay. We tr- so we funny. usually keep all of our challenge content on um, patreon.com slash braincandy. We found that that works really well where we can talk about nerdy brainy stuff on this show and some candy stuff. And then Best of both worlds. Yeah, and then we can put all that stuff over on Patreon and everybody's happy except for all you losers that aren't happy all the time. <laughs> and you guys can, you know, can it. <laughs> can it. Um but every once in a while, like once a year, we like to spoil you rotten with a little reality the right word <laughs> reality gossip and answer some questions you have. So oh, that's yes. what we're going to be doing today. Um, and I think it'll be fun because I've read through some of the questions people submitted and they are very uh, thoughtful. Great. Which I love. And It's I'm usually always- like the same five. You know, so it's nice when we get some thoughtful, different ones. Yeah, I read a review. It might have been on iTunes, which I encourage you to leave a five star review because it means the world to us. And we read them. We read them when we're drinking, and um, <laughs> or when we just need to feel good about ourselves. So. <laughs> uh, one of the people said, maybe it was on Brain Candy Crush, that they their impression was that we, you and I, assume that the audience knows more than they actually do about the logistics. And I thought that is good criticism. Isn't that kind of everyone's experience with everything? We always just assume that our body of knowledge is... Yeah, similar to... You know, or somebody knows what's inside of our heads when, you know... Yeah, and I thought that "That is good advice, and I don't want to do that. And even if I'm repetitive and I've said things before, it's always good to reiterate if people are curious about a particular aspect of Mm -hmm. the weirdness that is reality TV. And I, I think there's no shortage of things that you could explore within the genre because it's ever growing and ever changing. So that's what we'll do today. Um, Before we do that, uh, I was seeing. Lately, that your husband has been coddling your dog as if you like are preparing for a family. Yes, you you don't have any pregnancy things to tell me, right? No, I don't. All right, keep us posted. (laughs) Okay, but I mean, he's getting a lot of good practice in. Yes, he is with like holding Sigmund like a baby. Mm, Yeah, putting him to bed at night, (laughs) singing him lullabies. Yeah, Landon's (laughs) getting super broody over there. Mm -hmm. I like that, you little breeders. Um, well, and I saw on your Insta story that um, Sigmund had this like weird little Oh, yes, thing. the dumpling that he will not let go of. That is so cute, He's, Sarah. It's like his pacifier. He keeps it in his mouth and he just loves it. I mean, it's he loves, real, and you, I liked your little fingers like going I, in I there to get it <laughs> He loves anything that comes from BarkBox. It oh, is right. the, oh my God, and it arrived just yesterday. What was the theme? Did you open it it yet? Oh, I missed it. Oh, I'll put it up. I have it saved. I haven't even posted it yet because it's so cute and it was so long. I couldn't stop recording. Do you remember what the theme was? Yes. It is fall themed and it's so cute. There is absolutely a plush pumpkin spice latte. Come on. And listen, I am anti-basic pumpkin spice latte, but I am pro-basic plush (laughs) pumpkin spice lattes. And Sigmund, oh my God, it's so cute. He, I opened the box and he got all excited, and he knew exactly which toy he wanted to go for first. 
Okay, he already had it. It was a little barrel with little apples in it, just like the dumpling box. So the apple is now his new favorite. And this is why it's hilarious because I call him Piggy, like Siggy Piggy. And when he has the apple in his mouth, he looks like one of those pigs on (laughs) it. If you are a pet owner, then you will love this too. BarkBox is offering our listeners a free extra month of BarkBox by visiting BarkBox.com slash brain candy when you subscribe to a six or 12 month plan. And if you're not familiar, BarkBox is a subscription service that sends your pooch all kinds of adorable things that apparently they can't get enough of. Cannot get enough. He, I don't know what they do to these toys to make them... How does my dog know exactly how to play with every one? Like the ones where you take the little things out of the box. He just knows. It's so cute. And the treats are adorable. Yeah. They do like toys and treats and they do a theme each month. It's, oh my God, they're so cute. It's really cute. Makes me almost want to get a dog. <laughs> um, but yeah, you should give it a try. And, and you know what? Freaking sign up and use our code, please. Because I am a subscriber and I did not have a code. And I'm sitting here all jealous. When you were like, they get a month for free, I was like... Wait a, Wait a minute. <laughs> because I signed up before they became our partner. I know. I'm sorry, Because I just like them. Yeah. <laughs> Barkbox.com slash brain candy. Get another six free months. month. That is so cool. All right. Let's kick off some of these questions. Um, okay. Actually, two people asked this, but mm. um, Joe sent in this question to Dahlia, our assistant, and it says... When the final challenge ends on top of a mountain, how does everyone get back down after it's over? Do you walk, helicopter, teleport? And how the heck does TJ get up there? Good question about TJ. I don't know the answer because I'm always at the starting line. Yeah. yeah. How the hell does you TJ know, he get does, up there? I hear that he, well, on certain ones, he's not up there. True. Because he wasn't up there in the last two I did. Lazy bastard. He was down at the bottom. And both. Oh, my gosh. When the peaks were really treacherous. I mean, they were, they can't managed to lose a, a, a host. host one of us we're disposable <laughs> right but uh what about no, this she also asked we what? have to walk down yeah and when we when i went down also the footwear that you're given when you start the challenge is the footwear that you have when you finish the challenge unless you're you know in some place where there's snow and then they'll you know accommodate that but we climbed a peak in norway that had ice on it in mesh toed shoes that were made for like running in the summer because right. we spent the whole other half of the show in where the heck were we? I don't know, Costa Rica, Good Mexico, Lord, Panama, I can't keep up Panama or something like that. Um, and when the, they were just not good for, for any kind of hiking. And when I came down that hill, uh, the next day I lost, or over the course of the next week, I lost three or four toenails because right. that pressure from going down will just push and, and a little long. piece of her soul, if and, I'm oh, not mistaken. Yes. <laughs> it wasn't so bad on... Oh, except it... You know what? Uh-oh. I have something to complain about. Okay. okay. Wait, so, should we play the music? Yes! Hit it! Play the music! All right. Who would have thought I would come up with something for the Sour Patch on this one? <laughs> I'm crabby because <laughs> I walked... Not walked raced my ass up a mountain was the first one up the top okay then we have to wait for everybody you know we have to wait for second place you have to wait for third place you have to wait for all the camera guys blah 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 everything's set up and then once everybody's all up up the top they get that shot they're like okay now we're gonna come down the mountain so johnny and 
uh, Vince, they take off and they're like running down the mountain with another guide. They wanted us to go with a guide down the mountain. They tell me, no, Sarah, you wait here and we're going to do a girls. We'll have you and the girls go together. I was like, are you I'm not, no, I'm not going to stop and wait. I got instructions that I needed to wait and like go down with the guide. I was like, I just, you, do you, did you not see what I just did over the last two months? I don't need your fucking hand uh-uh. as uh-uh. I walked down the, ma- I was so pissed and I said, fuck you. And I just went down and then I was rut because I am so good at going down a mountain. Like when you're all bottom heavy, like me and I can like run bottom down heavy. it. Yeah. I did the same thing when I climbed Machu Picchu and it made my husband pissed because I was like running down and three hours later, they come down the mountain, and I did the same thing, and I get to the bottom, and the guy goes, okay, I get why you said that now. But oh. I was like, fuck you for assuming that I'm going to be slow and need to say, like, that, oh, the girls need to stay up there. There were, like, a thousand things wrong with that, so that's what I'm mad at for All that right. guy. He was, like, a stunt guy, and he can can it. <laughs> and uh, my apologies to a lady named Linda who wrote to us saying, we swear too much. <laughs> Oh, so, <laughs> she is not going to appreciate. There's an explicit warning on our show. I know, but content. we have increased our our. Uh, yeah, well, I'll try not to. Can it? Mm. Uh, okay, so there's that. But I think can it's not bad language. The second part they asked though was about the cameraman and the sound guy. I should ask Adam because I really don't know the answer. They just like sort of go well, up with all their gear se- in segment. So they have yeah, but they have all that gear. Uncertain one, yeah, they do have to lug it all up there. Yeah, it sucks. Yeah, and they just go, and they all have different stations. So they're using a lot of drone shots now, but yeah. they'll send the you know different teams up way before. They'll just stay in one spot, and then there's always like the A team, though, that mm-hmm. goes all the way up to the top of the mountain. Yeah. And it's usually the same guy. Shout out to Edric. Oh, uh, shout out to Edric. Um, yeah, he's like the cameraman. Who's I like always liked shit. him. Yeah, he's I so love cool. him. He's so cool, man. And the first, I, I, he has this look on his face that, like, well, because they're always listening to something in their headphones. That's a little insider thing. So the crew always has little, you know, little walkies in, and they have little earpieces, and they're getting told stuff by the producers. But we don't know that they have, you know, or we can't hear that. So sometimes they'll just stare off into the distance and look like they're having a. You know, just a He's deep thought kind of moment. got a Ryan Gosling vibe yes. going on. And he always has a different facial hair situation every season. So, like, sometimes it'll be handlebar mustache. Sometimes it'll be, like, creepy goatee. <laughs> yeah, he's adorable. This really is why like I him. always end up with the crew. Yeah. Because they are just They're so way cooler. Cuter. I just want to hang out with the crew. Well, I'm living the dream know, over here. Lucky. And that was my mom and dad, so no, go figure. Okay, Nicole asked... Good question here. If you were to design and produce a season of the challenge, what would it look like? Sarah's got a whole thing. Let's hear it. Oh my God, <laughs> my eyes did just light up. Oh, I would Lord. definitely go jungle theme. I like the jungly ropes. Like, I like that what they did when they did the, well, it was in the jungle. And I think it was Rivals 2 where we went to the jungle. That was really cool. Or I'd make it like Thunderdome-y, like Mad Max style. Ooh, oh, yeah. I like that. A lot of fire, a lot of skulls. Yeah. What would you do? I well, I like the idea of creating a challenge and explicitly calling it Love Warren Challenges, like where you know Sue's they're gonna copy this idea. Uh, trademark. <laughs> Break where podcast. There are elements of Oh my gosh, this is amazing. You know, maybe an ex's thing, but also couples and, and then the rivals, like combining all of the different components oh, that make challenges fantastic. There. You know who's gonna take credit for that? Who? Love Warren Challenge. Oh, well, Johnny, right. 
Right. Hey, you know what? When he calls himself a producer, he's not exactly wrong. He's right. just, just a dick. An idiot because he's not getting paid like one. I should start. I'm going to apologize every to Linda every time I swear. Okay, sorry, Linda. <laughs> okay. 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 Um, uh, just here we go. Sound guy throwing a few beeps over. Let me scooch over to this. Is from Brain Candy Crush. This was a good question. I didn't see Jordan's tweet. Maybe you did. Mm-hmm. But it's, Rihanna says. By the way, Rihanna is now one of the admins of the Brain Candy Crush, oh, cool. and she lives in the Netherlands, I think. <gasps> oh, cool. Right. We're international, like Sarah. Cool up there. <laughs> All right. This is from Dutch here. Since Jordan tweeted about this, is it normal for production to halt a challenge slash elimination and, quote, fix items in that challenge slash elimination? This is the first season I've heard of this, but has it happened before? I think what they're referring to is like when there's something that's not working with the game. All the time. Yep. All the time. In fact, we there was one, the most dramatic one I ever saw uh, was on Battle of the Seasons when we were doing the Heights Over Water Challenge and we had to take these things that looked like pick, pitchforks or pitch pickaxes. Yes, that's the word I'm looking for. Or almost like a little cane hook with a hook on the end and you had to swing it over a pole and move your entire team, you know, across these little poles. And no, I don't know if the, the, the people who built the sets didn't take into account how big Zach was and how heavy he was, but they got all set up there. They're standing, you know, hanging on these little things that they have to stand on. And his, the bottom of his just falls out from under him and then he falls through the whole thing. And they have to, of course, put everybody down, reset. And what sucks about that is your adrenaline is all hyped up yeah. and like at turned up to 11 and then they blow the whistle and there's a malfunction and the whole thing has to start all over and it's not a quick fix it's a half an hour 45 minutes so then you experience that adrenaline crash and there's really no way to bounce back after that so those teams often don't do very well this kind of touches also on a question that Megan asked which is about there's really no sense for how long things take. Yeah. And oh, I wish they would do a better job at revealing that because <sighs> I think it would add to the audience's understanding of how grueling things can yeah. be. When we're 12 hours in the sun, they just now, I think maybe, what was it, maybe three or four seasons ago, maybe three seasons ago, um, introduced pop-up tents. Before it was just <laughs> hang out. Now there after (laughs) it was after Jasmine got sunstroke or heat poisoning or whatever it was, she had to be, you know, checked out when we were in I think it was in Thailand. And after that they were like, Maybe we should give these guys some shade. Right. You think? Right. Jesus Christ. That happened to me on the spring break challenge and remember the uh the ambulance guy asked if I was bulimico. (laughs) It's like, No, but thank you. Um, trigger warning, post, <laughs> postscript trigger warning. Okay. Um, I don't know the answer to this. Maybe you do. Amy wants to know why is it sometimes injured people are sent home and others are allowed to stay? Uh, sometimes they're given the option. Yeah. yeah. Why though? Why is it sometimes? Well, why is there no you policy? have to, I think you assume risk if you stay with, you know, whatever the injury is. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think if they know that you can't participate and there are other injuries also that they, it will interfere with the gameplay if you were to sit out. They like can't have you sit out and then it work with how they're doing the game. So if, for example, you have 
um, you get, I don't know, cut in the face and you have stitches that then say, and the doctor says you can't go in any water for the next three weeks or two weeks or can't submerge them, then you have to go home because you can't just sit out for six challenges. Yeah. And a lot of them are, I think, the stitches and submerging in water thing. Okay. Because that, that was... makes sense. Um, Trishel, she had to sit out for that. Uh, that's why Devin had to go... Or Dustin had to go home when he split his knee open. And I think that's why Chet had to go home when he split his chin open too. Okay. This is a question mostly for you, although I guess I can answer based on my experiences. When you went on the real world mm-hmm. and you got sort of like your welcome packet, was there – you got a welcome packet, right? I mean, I think. It's like this thing they mail to you and, and they'll say like, – or maybe back then email and it'll say like, here's the protocol. Like here's how this is going to oh work. Gosh. Don't pack the following things. I look in my email and see – probably. Uh, yeah, okay. Okay. Yeah. Did they say to you, you're allowed to bring three pieces of luggage or did you have – No. What? Was it unlimited? Oh, you know they, did, they did say – I think it was three pieces of luggage, actually. I, I pulled that out of my ass. I don't yeah. know. Oh, oh right. sorry, Linda. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to stop. Oh, God. Linda. I, uh, um, let's, let's, let's. Because while you look yeah. on road rules, it was a very different situation. Yeah, what was it like on road rules? We had such a small amount of space. Oh, yeah. On the uh, Winnebago. And so we got this giant, um, what brand was it? Columbia. Oh, you lucky son of a gun. <laughs> big, big backpack, and that was it. It had to all fit in this backpack, which, you know, was quite long. It wasn't like a school backpack. And hmm. that was a challenge in and of itself, pun intended. Oh, my gosh. Because can you imagine? Yeah, No, I can't because ours was – I'm trying to think. I'm like a light packer. My mom was so cute. She took me shopping for clothes to wear when I'm on the real world. It's no, so cute. you're lucky. See, this is why it annoys me about how real world is for rich people because it's forever twenty one. So like, it's like <laughs> Don't five things. So. Yeah, but it's still, like you've said before, when you yes. went away, you get three hundred bucks a week to be on the dang show, yeah. and then how do you pay for your rent back home or your car or your insurance or whatever? On three hundred bucks, and you got to pay for all your food in the house, and all this and that, and the booze, yeah. and going out, and clothes if you want to look cute. And it's so to me, it's cost prohibitive to uh, low income folks. Yeah, it definitely. And oh, so, yeah. I think they have a class diversity problem on the show, in my progressive opinion. Mm-hmm. Sarah's still looking. I, yeah, I'm gonna find it though. It you, was, I think they hit it with the with not. It's not under real world. I'll oh my say that. god. <laughs> Sarah's, oh, don't get me started about Sarah's emails. Okay. Um, but that's okay. What what I will get started on, though, is how much we love the Wonderbly books for kids. Oh, they're so cute. They're beautiful. If you are a person that has kids or have to buy for kids for Christmas. I thought you were going to say have to buy kids. Excuse me, <laughs> buy books, If not you're kids. buying kids on the black market. No. They if probably you, would like books, too. If you are, you know. A lot of people have to buy for kids for showers or Christmas, and they're like, what the devil do I buy this little brat? Well, I have, <laughs> I have the answer. It's wonderbly.com. They have beautiful personalized books. You can add the name of the child you're buying for, what the child looks like. You can name I, – I got the Willy Wonka book for Lincoln, and I got to put my own name in it too because oh. Lincoln is taking Susie to the chocolate factory. And then I he goes – go to the chocolate factory. He goes, Mama, can you say someone else's name? <gasps> what? What? Say Sarah. Say Sarah. Right. 
Say Sarah. I will. Go to Sarah next time. Come but on. it's fun because it's more of a personal reading experience. And these are keepsakes that you'll have forever and you can give to your kid when they leave. And it's really lovely. Um, there's a whole range of books. They have a Lost My Name book for younger kids. They have the Willy Wonka My Golden Ticket book for older kids. There's a Christmas book. And it makes a really special and personal gift. Um, if you go to wonderbly.com, that's W-O-N-D-E-R-B-L-Y.com, enter your little one's name. You'll get a full preview of their story. You can check it all out and pick all the different characters. And then you enter our code BRAINCANDY at checkout and you'll get 15% off your order. Visit wonderbly.com today. Um, okay. Did you find it? Why? No. Oh my God. It doesn't even exist anymore. That's right. I'll find it. I'll go through your emails. Um, Okay, next question, because there are so many good ones here. Um, You took the psych evaluation. I sure did. I did not. They introduced that after. Due to? My, uh, um. The guy that died? No. Who? Um, it was after, oh crap, what is his name? He was Adam Royer. So Adam Royer, oh my God, I'm going to give you guys like total deets here. So he was on the Las Vegas cast, the new Las Vegas one. And he was trouble with a capital T and like (laughs) was a menace at the, got kicked out. He got banned from the the casino and the hotel that they were living in. Oh Lord. Yeah. So I think he, I don't know if he ended up getting kicked off and like they had, he had to leave the show. But hold on. Do you know how screwed up you have to yeah. be to be the screwed up one in a real world house? Yeah. I mean, that is off the charts. Mm-hmm. Chuck Manson. Yeah. He's since up. like tried to forget about this and like put it behind him. And he's like I'm the sure. one who pretended that he didn't know. Like we never met. And he was the bartender <laughs> Get in, out of here. in Hermosa Beach. Do you remember when I told yes! you about this? Yeah. That's him. And he's like, I don't know he's what like, you're talking I have about. No, and he grew facial hair. Like, Stop and, yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I love stuff like this. Okay. So go ahead. when he was on the. Uh, came on to Rivals 2, he snapped and he went after uh, Ty and got real aggressive, punched, tried to punch him in the face, ended up getting kicked off the show and everything. Okay. But while, before he got kicked off, he made sure to tell me all about his background because, you know, I pull it out of people like that. And he had gone to jail. He Well, he did. He served time in, a, I think it was a juvenile detention center for... Oh my God, I can't even believe I'm saying this, but <laughs> Jesus, animal, animal hit killing a dog bonk, or something bonk. with a BB gun. Okay. And okay. he, it sounds safe. yeah. And so he, I mean, they just, he was kind of unhinged. He was kind of, and I think somebody said that he didn't, he, they introduced this test and it was right after when, and he didn't pass. And that's why he wasn't able to go on the Come next one. On. That was the rumor on the street. Well, there's another rumor on the street. And then well, after, oh wait, but it was after that <laughs> Daisy, that, that Daisy and the, the serial killer, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, not serial killer, but he killed his girlfriend and the, I want, Daisy love, wants a millionaire, Daisy wants love or whatever the heck. I love Daisy, whatever it was. Frickin' A, he loves me, he loves me not. That's what the show should have been called if her name was Daisy, if you ask me. I'm just saying, they missed their golden opportunity for a fantastic name for a show. <laughs> Either way, it didn't make it to air because, you know, a murderer almost won. And now we have the MMPI every time. Thank you. God, I should. I don't even know why I'm here. <laughs> Sarah, the, here's the dirty little secret about the Brain Katie podcast. 
I don't even need to be here. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> Somebody's got to keep these lights on and things running. And I don't even know what button to push to start. I have no idea how this thing works. That's actually totally true. But nobody wants the brain. Everyone wants the candy, damn Get it. Out of here. I Sorry, Linda. Okay. 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 Wait. So without you. there is a rumor here. Can you confirm oh, oh, or deny? Okay. Yes. I love rumors. Somebody said that Nani's ex from the real world wasn't allowed on the challenge because of the psych evaluation. I have no idea. But the psych evaluation, I don't know anything about Nani's, like, I don't know anything about that story. Yeah. Yeah. But I do know that the only person I have heard of was that Adam one about okay. not passing. Who's a dud. Yeah. Back in the day, they let us all on. I probably would yeah. fail that test. That test, though, just so people know, uh-huh. is only to highlight certain behaviors that uh, are in line with things that may be, um, I don't want to call them like sociopathic because that's too strong of a word, but like red flag behaviors. Risk-taking behaviors. Risk-taking behaviors and that... Here's what, putting somebody's like physical bodily harm or like you have no uh co- no empathy or no cause and effect no idea you know it's it's not okay, like a let me be clear you know, this test is designed not to protect the cast mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. test is designed to protect the production company and MTV from being sued yeah. And say, hey, here are the results from the psych exam. We had no idea this person was a crazy person. And P.S., if they're super not crazy, they won't get cast. They are, have to be in the sweet right. spot of crazy but not too crazy. The, psych, the guy who administered the psych evaluation, who, by the way, kind of unethical if you ask me. Because not only did he reveal other people's information yes to to you he, he revealed other people's information to me and then my information to other people which if you ask me violates can i share a bit of that i won't talk about act. the other girl but oh I'll, yeah can i talk about you yeah talk no no talk about the other because what what happened was sarah tested on the uh, exam oh, yeah. in a way that was sort of like had more masculine traits mm-hmm. like tomboy was personality is what they called it yeah and this clown who's supposed to be following the hipaa regulations Mm -hmm. of non-disclosure of private information told johnny Mm -hmm. that sarah and this other girl were falling into that spectrum and johnny then used it against sarah and would make fun of her in the house on camera Mm -hmm. about this personality type yeah so i think a lot of that is is they're they're it's using off. that per that individual to also add to the storyline. You know, I feel like it's, I feel like it was a violation of of a lot of the, uh, you know, HIPAA Privacy Act and I'll some say. oath and some mm. something. It was pretty unethical that okay. kind of stuff. But so, let's talk about interviews. Oh yeah. Okay. Interviews. I mean, there are good things too. You know about the show. So. Absolutely. When I was. Lately, when I've been interviewing cast members for our 15 Minutes of Blame, which you can find on our patreon.com slash brain candy, I have been encouraged by how many people have done the program and have been able to take away really beautiful things from it Yeah, and have used it as a learning experience and have been able to sort of almost like sift out the bad parts, yes. even though they acknowledge them. And say, what can I take from this that's beautiful? And that's really 
kind of the key to life. Absolutely. And so I try to do that, but I, it's I'm not as funny as being so bitter about grateful. it. <laughs> I mean, yeah, we're, we're almost bitter about the details and like the little ins and outs, but the overall experience and what I learned from it and how it's been made me such a better therapist and be able to work with people in a different way and understand different perspectives. I am grateful for that yeah. opportunity. Yeah. So we're not all bitter. Well, I'm still pissed about the food. So what else? Somebody asked about the food. Let's talk about the food. Yeah. Is that what you mean on the show? Yeah. Um, people always ask this and mm-hmm. I feel like we've covered it a bit, but, um, one thing to note is that there's no like set system. Uh-huh. No consistency. Yes. And depending on what producer you have and and how they feel the cash should be treated, we get more or less or there are groceries or there aren't groceries or they take requests for groceries, but also it depends on where we are. Yeah, there's because the- sometimes we're in a location like when we were in Thailand, I so badly wanted them to just serve us Thai food, but they kept getting caterers who were making American food, but with Thai ingredients. Oh, no. Do you remember this, Zeus? Oh, yeah. It, it didn't go well. not good. They tried, though. They did. So it depends on where you are. We're in this little teeny tiny Muslim village, like in the middle of nowhere. I always lose weight. Let's, always. Let's put it that way. <laughs> every single time. Um, okay. Some uh, Megan, a different Megan, says, I've always been interested in the idea of the token minority, whoever that mm. may be on the show. For example, it seems there is... There, on the real world, there was always a gay person. Why do they do that every time? I mean, I say kudos to Buna Murray for being a trailblazer mm-hmm. on television, especially in the very, very early days, putting Pedro on, the first HIV-positive cast member, um, and gay folks. And, of course, on your season, mm-hmm. Caitlin was the first transgender mm-hmm. Uh, person, that's really awesome. Mm-hmm. I wish they would do more of it. To be honest, yeah, I think you know it's it's. There definitely needs to be like more, you know, colors of fabric in that tapestry. But our it, our know. gripe has been that the way that they do it is they include all these people of color and uh, sexualities, but then they kind of like put on a pedestal all the white bros. Yeah, and that's bummer. And that the the. Females and the minorities play second fiddle or like the to the yeah main. We're Jerry we're Lewis like, and yeah. they're Dean Martin, and we're the ones for like most you know making the storyline or you know the funny stuff or the you know whatever it is. It's it's more like for background, and then this person gets to be the hero. Um, you know, generally the white guy. Because when I went to Times Square, remember, and we saw the billboards, and it was only the guys. It was CT, CT Johnny. And was it Corey? Somebody. It was another boy. Somebody else. Some other guy. But, you know, so. Durrell, um, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's, it's you know, I would like a little more. And I'd like a little more. I oft, I also, I did a, a report in my undergrad work. or In, in undergrad? Well, how do you even say that? My yes. undergrad? Or in undergrad? Whatever. Sure, either way. Either way. Um, either way, I did a report. And it was on uh, <laughs> um, the basically the role of minorities in the real world. And I interviewed people from different seasons, Cyrus and Anissa and some of the new ones, Derek, about if they felt like they were pushed into a stereotype. And they said, definitely. All of them said, like Cyrus especially, and he was one of the earlier, on the earlier seasons. And he said that the sides of him that 
he really liked a lot of didn't a lot of those didn't get played like he was a he wrote poetry and um he said he he feels like they put a lot of the him as a stereotypical black male like getting aggressive or you know with more of the music stuff and had a way that they wanted to label him but and this is these are his words sure you know? and yeah. but he did say that and so did Derek the from um uh from Cancun he said that he felt like he they wanted him to be a specific kind of gay guy that was you know more like a flamboyant and out there and you know was there a moment during your first show where you realized this is who they want me to be because I had one of those moments what was it for you I mean, I knew that it was important to them that I was cast as the virgin. That was a, mm. a big part of my identity. and that. But I was simultaneously very, very flirtatious and extremely interested in men. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so as we filmed, they really focused on when I showed interest towards men. Oh. And would also, like, I remember when I was getting my tattoo on the show and I couldn't decide where I wanted to get it. And I had originally thought I was going to get one like at my lower stomach kind of mm-hmm. thing. And I remember in an OTF, which is an on-the-fly interview that they do like in the moment. Yes. It's not in the studio. The director kept saying, why did you choose to get your tattoo on your lower stomach? That's a very sexually provocative spot. Oh, how dare they? Well, I, but and I was like, oh, well, my sister got hers there. So I just thought yeah. that'd be a good place. It would look pretty. And that wasn't the answer he wanted. He wanted me to say, like, I'm turning into a sexual uh-huh. being. Yeah. And he asked me that question five times wow. or more. And I just kept thinking, oh, they want yes. this is like a story they're making. Uh-huh. And I'm, I'm just like trying to pick where to put a tattoo. It didn't even occur to me that this was a sexual location mm-hmm. or that you could even have a sexual tattoo. Yes. Oh, my gosh. And so that was a moment for me where like, Oh uh-huh. damn! I'm a I'm a narrative, and I'm not really. Or they kind of write it for you. And yeah, so I switched it. I got it on my back. I was like, <laughs> Oh my <laughs> Get gosh, it good there. For you. But they inadvertently changed the story themselves by asking uh-huh. me. And they could have made it left to like. I could have done it. It's a mystery. What? Why she got that in that place? They could have created you know? that story yeah. in the suggestion of like, Hey, mm-hmm. look! Mm-hmm. But instead, I was like, Oh, I better not put it there. And you didn't. So it's weird, but I wonder if you had a moment like that where you're like, oh, well, I, I did see. Have a, when I did have a moment after my dad called and they did that whole thing, I think they wanted to, me to have a more, it wanted it to be more impactful or wanted it to have more of an effect where really, I don't know, maybe, maybe, I don't know, because they would ask me things. I told you about the time I slept in and they asked me in my interview if I was depressed. Because yes. I slept in, and I was right. like, "No, you were like, sleeping." I was just like, "I was like, there's <laughs> nothing to fucking do." For, sorry, sorry, Linda. There's nothing to do. <laughs> right, right. They and will like what, look I, into things like that. I wasn't allowed to leave the house. I'm so, you, Susie. Yes, me. Yes, the you that you know, the me that you know. <laughs> right. Could you imagine keeping me inside of a box and like they don't have they. They took. I didn't have any paints and stuff like that, and I, I felt so like. Yeah. Finally, I just went out. You know, I went dumpster diving and got f- some fun stuff to like make art projects with. And yeah, those paintings that I think I feel like you own. Some, you I'm own sure some that of I do. Yeah, your sister owns some. <laughs> somebody in your family owns my artwork that I did in the real world. That pa- that piece. Yes, I, I love did that it. when I was on the real world too. I think. 
I think you did. Yeah. And um, that's the thing. The beauty of pain is it can inspire beautiful It sure art. did. And then they took away my books. They told me I was reading too much. I hated that. I read every book in that house. I don't even remember what have they had. They, that reminds me. Have they ever adjusted your interview? I remember one time I used the word lexicon in an interview, and they are like, you can't use that. Nobody knows what that oh, is. Oh, they've definitely done that. And they yeah. used to do it all the time to Caitlin because she would. Yeah. If you and have, it's great. She had a beautiful vocabulary. And but they assume the audience is stupid. They told me to stop explaining like sciencey stuff, like other challenges. Mostly, I, like, I second where, that. Yeah, <laughs> I, that, I, that, I understand that though. You know what? I really hope you don't stop talking about what Omaha steaks. <laughs> They're delicious. <laughs> Do you love my segways or what? I love them. They're my favorite. I. Uh, as you I know. I was still thinking about this deal the other night when I was Yes, you home. should be. I was like, man, that is a ton <laughs> of food. I am a big fan of Omaha Steaks. I grew up on them. My dad was like their biggest consumer. <laughs> and now we've partnered with them and they have delicious foods that you can get in this family gift pack for $49.99. When you go to omahasteaks.com and enter our code BRAINCANDY in the search bar, which is 75% off. Let me tell you what's in the box. Two filet mignons, two top sirloins, two boneless pork chops, four boneless chicken breasts, four kielbasa sausages, four burgers, four potatoes au gratin, four caramel apple tartlets, one Omaha steak seasoning packet, plus you get four additional kielbasa sausages free. Go to omahasteaks.com, enter our code BRAINCANDY in the search bar and get 75% off savings. It's a great gift. I mean, what don't you get? Right. And I feel like whether if you're making a meal for the holidays and you don't want to go to the store, this is great to have on hand. Or if you want to buy a gift that someone, imagine a box of meat showing up at your door and it's being like happy holidays, eat up. Also don't have to go out and go get, buy that food. You know, I love it. I hope you guys go for this. It's such a deal. 49.99. Okay. Um, and it's yummy. Did I mention that? It's freaking great. I'm already planning that I'm, I'm like going to do salivating. Like a, I, how do you cook the kielbasa in like a crock pot? Ooh, yeah. I know there's got to be a recipe out there for that. Oh my God. I know. Our listeners are going to be sending them to you. Yes. Okay, let me ask you some more questions. Yes. I love all these questions you guys submitted. I found my first email from the producer I got. Read it. Okay, Sarah, are you getting excited yet? In oh your final days before leaving for Brooklyn, would you be able to have a friend shoot some home video for you? It's been so long since you were picked to be on The Real World that we'd love to get, but he'd say live to get, but I get it, reacquainted with your life. We'd like to see you introduce your neighborhood, city, and the places you'd like to go. We'd also like to meet your friends and family, and most of all, your boyfriend and you together. Oh, We'd boy. also love to see you getting prepared to leave and your goodbyes. Would you be able to get a home video camera to do this? Please let me know, blah, 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 blah. Oh, interesting. That, because I didn't do you remember do getting that email? A, yeah, I didn't do a... Um, I didn't submit a video. Right. So that was the... Did um, we ever yeah. post the video that you showed me of like what you submitted to them, like getting oh, a tattoo and stuff? I don't think stuff? we did. Let's do that after this episode because yes. people will be like, "I still have that." I think I may have put marked it as private. Yeah, on, you did. I did. I yeah. took it down so like it's only available. But pe- this, you actually reminded me. You put up a Patreon. Somebody. Oh yeah. All right. Patreon.com/slash/braincandy, and you can see my audition to, and like the video that I made from that. People asked. And I assume I know the answer, but I'll ask anyway. When people come to visit you in the real world, do they pay themselves? Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh, yeah. They yeah. don't pay for anything. <laughs> Honestly, when they I saw the question, I'm like... anything. 
They don't pay for taxis. They don't pay for groceries. They don't pay for alcohol. They don't. It is on like, the real world. On the real world. Yeah. It is the real world, and they are just. We also don't even speak to. It's not like the challenge. The challenge. We talk to the producers. Susie Mary's producer. Or, or <laughs> Shut up. I bang them. <laughs> whatever. Bang you know. I was making a list of all of the crew members that I've like had interactions yeah, with. Man. <laughs> I've had a good run. Hey, you know what? Like I said, nobody on their deathbed said, I wish I had less dick. I regret nothing. Right. And neither do they, Marianne. No. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Um, somebody asked a really good question. Um, I wish I had her name handy, but have you or have you seen anyone get in a fight with a crew member? Oh. Oh, my gosh. I was telling good you this question. the other day. There was. I was you know, no, I have not ever seen anybody get in a fight with a crew member. I've seen people get aggressive with crew members, but more, they're almost like, I don't know, collateral damages or like, what do you call it? When they're on the, uh, oh, what? A, a, a bystander or like they're a, they're the person on the side. Who like anger displacement or no, like, like they're, it, it's the. they push somebody and it's not the oh. producer, but they're like innocent bystander who like gets. Really? That's all you've ever seen? Yeah, I've never... But I did see one guy who was... He was sober. He didn't even drink. And he just got so excited. It was not, He was one of the fresh meat guys that he grabbed one of the producers and licked her face. Shut up. Yeah, this guy, Name. Nor. Nor. From Fresh Meat too. Who did he lick? Licked... It was either Terry's face or Kate Dermody's face. Get out of town. Mm-hmm. Just grabbed him and licked her. I'm going to have to ask Terry. Yeah, it might be Terry. I love I, that. Yes, I have a really cute picture with her in here. I have to share it with her. Ah, yeah. she'll like that. Yeah. See, this is the thing. There are so many great crew members. So many. Because oh, sometimes fabulous. we talk shit on producers. Sorry, Linda. But um, the truth is there are some really special yes. people who love good storytelling just like we do. Mm-hmm. And I'm my hope is that they get back to more of that. Mm-hmm. I know that they're trying to keep up with the Kardashians, literally yeah. and figuratively. Yeah, yeah. But... Yes. Terry's one of the good ones. Yes, sure is. But damn, can you imagine if you were a producer and you had to deal with these clowns licking your face and stuff? That is not acceptable. And the sexual harassment. Oh Oh, my God. Hey. Johnny. That is not even. Every time a female walks into the room, I should, I mean, we, I should, we should just It is a hostile work environment. It is. I asked them that. I was like, did they warn you about this? And they said, oh yeah. Yeah, because- I said, man, you guys should get like. To be fair, I was sexually harassing the men. I, know, I was thinking that. I was like, man, did I sexually? <laughs> and then I thought, I was like, oh yeah, I remember. I talked a lot about Grant. <laughs> Who's Grant? You remember the sexy Australian? His name is Graham. Graham. Oh my god, thank you, <laughs> Graham. Jeez. Okay, thanks. See, so you remember? Yeah. Oh my god, he's so cute. He is. Oh lord, this has gone downhill. Yeah. And he's, he's like the underwater videographer for oh, I know. No. Um, Survivor and stuff. Yeah, he did he's all very the underwater talented. shots, and he's like always wore board shirts. He's super cool. Sarah asks um, periods, oh. doctor's appointments, pregnancy scares, weather changes. How do they handle personal stuff? They don't very well. Remember <laughs> how I told you with the when I asked for another tampon, they said you need another one already. Right. I said, yeah, I do. That is insane to give me. it to me. And then they wouldn't give me one on the final in, I tell, I talk about this a million times. Now that I've opened that box, I love uh-huh. it. Um, <laughs> I can't shut up about it. That when 
you know, started during the final and they wouldn't help me out. Yeah. They wouldn't have even give us toilet paper on that one. Yeah. And, um, but they've since changed their ways and both, uh, Cheyenne and I had our period on the last final that I was on in rivals three and they would only allow us to go together to do everything. So she and I had to change the pawn. The pond. Simult- like together. <laughs> at, like, okay, you look there, I'll look there, and you know. But, there like, is a lot of. Um, you just have to have no shit. No. There's no privacy. No privacy. I mean, I'm like shitting in the woods. It's. You just. What do you do? There, everything is. There's no privacy. And all that person. And then with the. Anytime you have a headache or you're a sick, or we all got sick in. Um, uh, in Mexico, we all just came down with the cold, you know, cold will go through a house when you're all these people living together and you know, whatevs. And it's like they're rationing out Advil or, or something like we're somehow going to abuse three Tylenol. I know they've really cracked down on that stuff. You can't bring any of your own Wes hid. Um, uh, he had like some cold and flu medication and just over-the-counter cold and flu stuff that he got from the pharmacy, but that he knew they were going to take it. And so when he got kicked off the challenge, he told me where his hiding spot was with the cold medicine so I can have it because we were all sick. That is sick. <laughs> and that kind of stuff, I'm like, okay, Come I on. understand with some stuff, but... Uh. Tani asked a great question that I think must have changed. I'm drinking since- a soda, so if you hear me burping, I'm really sorry. You know what? They don't mind. So Okay, I'm just saying Okay, so on the most recent season of the challenge, we saw where they ha- they sat the- on the couch for the sort of voting mm-hmm. scenario, mm-hmm. and then because of that seating arrangement, Veronica was able to p- to pull mm-hmm. a power move, mm-hmm. and people are curious, like, is that arrangement produced? Yes. In my experience, it generally wasn't. They changed that. What? And then they they they, they lie. lie and, and they're they like, say oh, it's the for lighting. lighting, or yeah. it's like we want to get this person, or they'll say, oh, these are two. We want to have your co- the two people in the same shirt color move. You know, can you fill this hole? Can you fill this hole? And they they absolutely set it up. And then Johnny or not Johnny? Oh my god, uh, TJ will just straight up ask the person that he knows is going to give them the answer. I mean, the producers are telling TJ who to ask. So he could skip around. He could say, "Okay, we're this time we're going to start with this person." I've noticed that TJ started to like kind of influence. Oh yeah, I don't like that. I kind of do. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com/slash/metaverseimpact. Um, people are always asking me to defend my affection for Kenny. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I love him and nobody makes me defend that. Well, you aren't on Facebook. That's your like line of defense. Yeah. Um, I, I explain it like this. Um, Kenny is a person that I really love like a brother and I, for me, it's like, it is with any person, the good outweighs the bad, um, where I'm well aware of his flaws, especially when he was on the show when he was younger. Mm-hmm. 
Um, he has apologized for like things he said to you and different mm-hmm. things he's done in the past. And he still call me Martha Dump Truck. Who does? Everybody in the challenge. Who though? Well, Kenny? No, not Kenny. Just Johnny? Yeah, that just got around. And, like, well, Johnny's not sorry. So uh, that's why I still hate him. Right. But Kenny has said, I'm sorry, you know, mm-hmm. and he's changed and he's done a great job of turning his life and his social media presence into a positive, uh, encouraging thing. And, and as far as I'm concerned, he has been so supportive, loyal, kind to me mm-hmm. and consistent. Yeah. And I know that I can depend on him. Yeah. And he has said sexist things in the past. <laughs> I don't like it. I told mm-hmm. him that. Mm-hmm. He's apologized. That's all I can ask of somebody. Mm-hmm. Period. Yeah. And I think he's one who is trying to make that the scale tip even farther in the good category and has really done a lot in his personal life too. The only thing that gives me pause is that he's friends with Johnny, to be honest. Yeah, right. That's a real red flag. That (laughs) ammo comment that I still can't get over. Ammo? Kenny? No, Johnny. Yeah, what did he say? Ammo, right. Dude. Mm -hmm. I am not pleased. He's like, oh, I really respect Johnny. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm not into that ammo. Mm -hmm. No, I'm into ammo. I'm just not into that comma ammo. Yeah. Because why are you talking about Johnny like he's some sort of... Deity. Deity! Yuckers! <laughs> um, okay, let me see what else. When the losers walk off. This is from Kathleen. Mm. She has two separate words. So. Oh, I love it! I like uh, Kath. Kath is great. <laughs> Kath. She says, when the losers walk off, are their bags packed? And do the others really not get to see them again? TJ has to point out some of the drama and possible power plays when he is explaining the rules of the game. Does he need multiple takes? Yes. We call him 10-take TJ. <laughs> That's real funny. But he does those in pickups when we're not there. Yeah. And he's gotten a lot better at it. And, you know, he's... Sure. He can, Practice makes yeah. perfect. Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Uh, you think after, you know, 20 seasons, you'd probably be good as another... T- I'm just kidding. I mean, I love TJ. He's my favorite. Um, but the question about the people leaving, Suze, you know this. I sure, sure don't. I've never <gasps> left. What? <laughs> Odin! I right. do not she know. She doesn't know anything about that. <laughs> I mean, more like in theory or in, you know. You know, but you so don't. far out of my universe. You don't know anything about that. Never been your experience. Yes, 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 they do. They have to pack everything, and then they do this ridiculous pretend shots of people packing. Those are all I've my had favorite. to do those. So you just have to case. pack, and they get the over-the-shoulder shot. And they'll have you zipping up your bag, and they'll always be like, put your jersey right on top so you can like zip it up. And they want the shot of, you know, the logo and the whole thing. And they and like, so that's you a can very hear manufactured everybody moment. Yeah, hurts right. in the background in your mind. Yeah. And yeah, when, you told I me. I never unpack, though. Well, that's kind of foreboding. No, I keep everything in those packing cubes, and I never, ever take anything out because A, You've learned a lesson. Stuff disappears <laughs> yeah. real fast. And I still am missing I'm missing an iPod shuffle. But see, the thing is, I can't couldn't tell them that I was missing an iPod shuffle because you're not supposed to have They your probably iPod took it. No, they never admitted to they well, because they're supposed to take it and then give it back, but True. You know, nobody ever gave that back and I know exactly where it was and Do other you know people, exactly who took it? No. Really? Yeah, but so yeah, so stuff goes missing and 
laundry sucks and everybody else smells. And then the last <laughs> season I was on, there was a snake in our room. So I had to zip up my bag and keep my bag zipped. And I kept everything zipped the whole time. And I was freaked out because it was behind my suitcase. Why did you never tell me this before? And then I made a sign on the door that said, because everybody kept leaving the freaking door open because our room was like, you know, the spot. And so I made a sign on the door that said, keep the door or shut the door behind you. And then I made a sign with a snake with a big line through it, like no snakes. And then people took that as like, <laughs> no, no snakes, no, no snake, no, no, oh. like snakes, like, you know, like a oh, snake in the grass, like, yeah, a sne- yeah. like no snakes. And I was like, no, literally snakes wow. in my room. So close the door. That was in uh, Mexico. And, uh, that is crazy, Sarah. Yeah. yeah. You it right? was like a little snake, but I, I mean, care. any size snake is like not okay in my luggage. Um, you know, oh, uh, little, little. I, don't, I don't not like snakes. Oh my God. Now I can't put my feet on the ground. Um, does TJ ever hang out with the cast? No. Sometimes. Except, I mean, he's not supposed to, he, except afterwards. I mean, just not like a little the... bit on cam, like when the cameras are doing stuff. Yeah. Like yeah. Chat. Like that. Well, on my first season on Rivals. No. What was it? R- the Ruins. We were on together. Remember we went to Muay Thai, the boxing? Yeah. And we Oh, were, and he was there. Yeah. And then yeah. I went over to sit I next to him. I didn't go with t- you, by the way. Where were you? I'm probably in bed. You didn't go to that? I remember you went. Heck yeah, I did. It was awesome. Yeah. And then I went to go sit Wasn't Adam there and I was yes. so mad that I missed yeah. it? Because he was there. Yes. I wasn't there. Ugh. Well, I went to go sit next to TJ and then they came over and they were like, what are you doing? And I was like, I, I'm sitting next to... I just wanted to ask him, like, what about the fight and who he's betting on? And like, I didn't know about this whole line of you couldn't talk to TJ and blah, 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 blah. And they were like, no, you have to go back over there. I'm like, you know what? I think I did this go. This is an off day. <laughs> Sarah, I no, it out. No, actually, you definitely went because you I'm wore so my stupid. yellow dress. Remember the yellow dress that I had? And we talked about how dirty it got when we went and we were like, whatever, we're going to burn all the clothes from here anyway. And you wore my clothes and I wore your clothes. I knew you were there. I'm so sorry. I really you don't know what's wrong with dress. me. That's really strange to block that out. Yeah, it must have been traumatic for you or something. Well, oh, that's for sure. Know. That's 20 years I of that. Like, I know. And there, no, I wore your white dress and I got that really dirty. Yeah, you thanks for nothing. Dress. So I, I definitely got your clothes dirty. Are you still friends and with Wes? And I remember Wes, being, feeling sad about Kirsten that. Kirsten asked. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> I think we have the same kind of like... Beep, 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 boop, Yeah, we, ha- we have like a brother and sister relationship too. No. Don't compare your relationship no, with Wes. No, it's not the same. Wes? As you and Kenny. But Thank sometimes you. I think the things Wes, say, Wes, Wes says are always super judgy. I'm like, Wes, quit judging my show. Quit giving me advice that I don't need. I don't tell you how to run your business. But, hey, he listens, so whatevs. Shout out I to mean, us. I mean, I guess. Can, would you say I that... I just want him to be more upfront and honest with me when I ask him questions because he's never upfront and honest with me when I ask him questions. And I'm like, okay, if we are friends, be upfront and honest with me because I'm always upfront and honest with him. Right. And there. I'll just leave it at that. Patty wants to know if production has favorites. Oh, yeah. Who are they? Um, who do they not like? That's an easier one. Well, they don't invite people they don't like at all. Like, they just stop asking them to come. That's, you know, why I'm not on. (laughs) (laughs) Who are their favorites? Well, geez, I certainly, I thought I was, I would hope it would be me. That's what I want to say, but. I used to be a favorite. Of course you are. They always talk to me about how much they love you. And then they didn't. Yeah. I don't know. Sometimes I wonder if it was all phony baloney because I like to think that like 
I had good friendships and relationships with them, but I don't even know what, I don't know what to believe anymore. So if you're listening and you're a producer, please let me know if we were really friends. <laughs> but, um, I think that they all really like Devin, both Devins. They like Devin Simone and they like Devin Walker, new Devin, boy Devin. Mm-hmm. Um, you could usually tell by the edit. Who they like. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And more by, like, how they treat them, and they laugh at them, and, you know, they're, like, not annoyed by them. Emily asked a hilarious question. Oh, let's hear it. What class do they fly, you guys? (laughs) (laughs) We're practically in the the luggage area. I have the greatest story about that, though. Tell me. So we're uh, going to go to the Rivals, no, X's 2, um... We all get on the plane. Everybody's boarded. I'm the last one to get on from our group. And they come back. Oh, my God. She would kill me if she found out. They come back down the aisle and they go, oh, we one of you guys have been upgraded. Who's Jenna? And I go, I am. And I went and I was like, see you, suckers. And I took Jenna's spot. And I, Stop She it. was like being smoochy with Zach in the back. So she didn't care anyway. So she was all, you know, had her, her she was busy. And so I'm like, I, can, I am definitely <laughs> Jenna. Busy. So I flew to Turkey first class, business class. God bless with it. meals the whole time. And then just to be petty, I sent wine back to somebody. Oh my God. Are you allowed to do that? I did. I was like, can you just send this to, or I just like get, gave it to or whatever, just to be like, oh, I'll give this to you. I mean, I'm in first. And everybody assumed it, I think it was when Landon and I like just started dating and people assumed that, or we like just stopped or they assumed that my fancy life got somehow got me that upgrade when really it was just me right place, right time and totally being a liar. So there you go. I Sorry, really Jenna. Like you had a first that. class flight. I took I, it. <laughs> did she even know until now? Nope. I have a feeling Never she shared doesn't that. listen to our, our show. Yeah, so I bet she okay. doesn't either. Um, <laughs> yeah, t- tuning into brain candy is... Let me see what else. These are fun. There are so many, Sarah. I'm trying to like... Do they have road rules questions for you? I feel like you need to be... These people weren't even alive when that show was on. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I really... There's a gal in the Brain Candy Crush who works at... uh, Who worked at BMP. And she has some cool... (gasps) Oh, yeah. um, Thoughts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's Um, hear it. Oh, my gosh. That's great. Well, she just sort of weighs in every now and then and says, like, yeah, production does this or that. Yes, I love that. What does she she back us up on? Um, Well, here she's just saying if you need another perspective that she's available. So if I ever have questions. And I do. Yeah. So I'll probably reach out to her. Um, A lot of these... Let's see. I got an email or a message on Instagram from... This adorable girl that I used to babysit when she was like three, and she's doing research on reality television and people's experience in reality TV. And she's like, "Hey, I have some questions for you," and submitted me questions to me. I'm like, "Oh my gosh, what if I team up with my old, the girl I used to babysit?" Yeah, and we like research real the effects of reality TV. Right. I know. I'm like, maybe this is like meant to be. Shout out to Laurel. Do you think that this is a question from Laura? Oh, Do you cool. think that production ever influences cast members to throw missions? Mm, I don't think so. I've never had that experience. I don't know because I'm definitely not the right. Maybe they target certain people for that, but they definitely wouldn't talk to me about that. Right. I am not a thrower of anything. So I don't know. I would have to talk to somebody who's been an experience where they've thrown a mission and 
Have you ever felt anything like that? Never. Yeah, me neither. I don't think that's what they really want. No. Especially since they spend so much time designing it, and it's not really something that they anticipate anybody doing. So maybe when there's more, when that's part of the gameplay or when that's more, I don't know, but it's never been in my experience. Um, Ryan has a question about the ruins, which was in Thailand, and Sarah yes. and I were both on. Yes. It said, the Tanya-Veronica fight always seemed so strange to me. It seemed to get really edited, so we don't know why Tanya attacked Veronica. Since you were both there, do you remember? Don't you remember her chewing up a bug and there was something about macaroni i remember top ramen and a bug <laughs> that's not what i remember and or to- maybe that was a, a mix i wasn't one. in the room yeah, but i don't remember i thought that it was about don't you remember it kind of being about tanya um having a procedure done like a medical ne- medically necessary procedure and feeling that veronica was being insensitive about it I don't remember. With regards to like totally female yeah. stuff. Uh-huh. Oh, I do. Yeah. Yes. And it was like super sensitive subject and she thought that Veronica was uh-huh. like being oh really mean about it. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like a trigger. Oh, I totally. So that's why they couldn't put totally it in. Totally forgot about that. Yeah. That's that's exactly why. Yeah, and so I can see why that would be confusing to the viewer because yeah, they couldn't they put in the private... Well, they could, but it would be in poor taste mm-hmm. to include the reason that the fight escalated to that degree. Yeah. So it, that's the thing. When you watch something and you think, that doesn't make sense. There's more to that story. Just like the Simone and... Yeah, that guy that happened this season. Tony's brother. Yes. Yeah. Whenever you think Shane. there seems like there's something missing and there's more to the story, there is. Mm-hmm. So that's an example of what happened there. Yeah. So I, yeah, man, I did not remember that. It was um, like two separate in- in- situations. I had. She so definitely ate a bug, though. People did. <laughs> Separately, she Separately, also ate a bug. She ate a bug. Someone is the same person is asking: Is Rose, Road Rules really coming back? I heard that it was. Me too. And, and now Radio Silence. On that. Yeah, but I'm sure it's because I freaking told everybody about it. But like, I from my understanding, that show is at least being pitched to come yeah, back. Yeah. I don't know if MTV bought a season or anything like that, mm. but that they were casting for it and all of that stuff. Mm. And I hope they do. Anything else you want to share before we oh, wrap man. it up? That was so much, such so many good questions. They did, and there were so many more. We had to really limit it. Awesome, thanks, but anyway, guys. thanks for listening and for asking good questions. Don't forget to subscribe to our show, and if you want more challenge content, go to Patreon.com/slash/BrainCandy, where all our interviews and sort of what do you call that commentary and soon to be my audition tape. <laughs> That's where you can find it. Bye, everybody. Bye.